say my name. It's harmless phosphorescence. This is Throw Smiley, and I seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and my stripper name is Saracha. Sorry I'm late. <laughs> I got held up at the business office. I'm Brian Lesh. I'm Alaric Weber, and I look like I'm up to something. <laughs> it's because you are, Al. You. Uh, this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron, too. Just head over to patreon.com slash harmlessentertainment. We got lots of bonus content there. Uh, we got a Star Wars miniseries, holiday shows, um, music shows, our monthly movie, where every month we uh, go through some rigor and mold to pick a movie, and uh, then we watch it and talk about it. This month, our movie is The Shining. Oh, so my God. <laughs> that, that should be out within a few <laughs> days for you guys. Um, it's going to take us a day to record it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's The Shining. We're going to be recording that soon. Um and it'll be out shortly afterwards. Uh, it's our first first Kubrick movie, so that should be interesting. Um, but yeah. this week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we're watching Shazam. You run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18, give these people a chance, because that's what they're giving you. This is Billy Batson. Make sure you make him feel at home. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Dude, just messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey! Man, sorry about that. Go, go, go! Grab it! Get out the way! Bailey Batson. I choose you as champion. Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Wait, for real? Say okay! Shazam? Ah, ah. This means Billy! What is happening? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. AM to the BM, BM to the AM. You have super strength. BM, you just Can you fly? If I quit your BM, I still rock my savings home. If I quit this season, Whoa. I still be my latest. You okay? Why are you talking? Oh. BM, sit down. 
You know, I don't think that's gonna buff out. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. The hell? You're like a bad guy, right? I'm bulletproof. <laughs> you're dead. Sorry about your window. But you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Shazam! There was no Shaquille O'Neal. What's the deal? <laughs> no Sinbad either. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Shazam was released April 25th, 2019. It had a running time of 132 minutes. It cost $100 million and made $366 million. So it did fine, but not as not as good as I thought it. Weaker. Yeah, not as good as I thought it would have. Well, well, I mean, I'm thinking it's about unknown it. character to most people. Yeah, it- but at the same time, that sort of stink of like um, the spirit or the shadow or, you know, those real old golden agey kind of. Yeah. You know, like, I know I know who Shazam is, but I don't I don't understand any of that universe. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a hard stuff. But uh, it's funny that there's a Game of Thrones reference um, and that, because that kid looks just like Maisie Williams. Is it me? Oh wow! Or, yeah, he I looks just no, like it's, young it's Arya. You. Yeah, yeah. just you, totally. I had to look him up to see if they were related. Yeah, because it was—it's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's she's grown up now. She doesn't quite look that way, but he looks the way she did in the first few seasons. Yeah, he does. The yeah. kid who played Billy. Yeah, yeah. Who who was perfectly cromulent? He was a good kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, kid was fine. But he looks just like her. <laughs> he's like it gets Game of Thrones around here. He's like, all right, good. <laughs> yeah well i'll stab a bitch yeah well at least uh the first few seasons um well yeah it's not good in any <laughs> uh so uh it made 366 at the box office and that means it's time we play the box office top 10 game this is the game where i will describe the top 10 movies of the week for uh, April 5th, 2019, and you fellas are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing. I will use mostly the box office mojo's description, but sometimes I won't. You ready to play the box office game? Oh, yeah. All right. Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Shazam. Yes. What's Shazam. The, what's the Gomer Pyle? <laughs> they should have made Gomer some Gomer Pyle, Pyle references. <laughs> Uh, folks, kids, Cobra Pile was a spinoff of the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> you know, Gen Z is all about Gomer Pile. <laughs> all right. Number 10 for the week of April 5th, 2019 at the box office. The true story of a terrorist attack. Um, the staff of a business risked their lives to keep everyone safe as people make unthinkable sacrifices to protect themselves and their families. <laughs> Walmart Black Friday. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got Dev Patel in this. Army Hammer. <laughs> Noted cannibal Army Hammer. Uh... <laughs> Noted. Are there any that aren't? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's some. <laughs> like, 
Really? <laughs> like, we, we don't know because we haven't heard. It. We don't know because we haven't heard. We haven't heard about it. No one's noted them yet. That's funny. Right, so, so this was uh, Transformers: Age of Isis. <laughs> was it? <laughs> oh, God, Army oh. Hammer. Sounds fake. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jason Isaacs is in this. Um, this is, uh, let's see, directed by Anthony Maris. I don't know. Nine Eleven, something or other. It, like, uh, yeah, like the Boston bombing, the movie. Oh yeah, that one. No, no, it's Hotel Mumbai. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, which I never they have terrorist attacks in other. Countries. Yeah, which I never saw, but I, uh, I just can't watch like terrorist thriller movies like it's that's not my genre um that's the only genre i watch man well yeah if it has some star power behind it but you started with david dev patel and army yeah those those are our leads so Mm. that's some intrigue i'm not intrigued yeah um at number nine this week the imagination of a wildly creative girl comes alive in an amusement park I, this is the first time hearing of oh. this movie, so good luck. Like, like Funland or Adventureland? No, that was a really good movie, but no, this is a very different genre. This is a, oh, what is this looks like a, not even DreamWorks level animation. Looks like this is yeah, Paramount. no, like a Sony level kind of thing. Yeah, not even no, Sony. It's Paramount, so <laughs> it's like right. four levels down of a CGI kid movie. <laughs> A bunch of hobo. Let's see. It looks like. Let's see. We got. There's a blue bear involved. Looks like some sort of warthog. I think that's an otter. Yes. yes. There's a monkey in it. Trailers. (laughs) Colossal. Something colossal. Like big, big, big. Nah. (laughs) This this is called Wonder Park. Uh Oh, see, I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, totally off. Yeah, you weren't totally off, but uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) So stop saying it. (laughs) <laughs> At number eight this week, a pair of teenagers with cystic fibrosis meet in a hospital and fall in love, though their d- disease means they must avoid close physical contact. This is definitely the fault in our stars, isn't it? No. Is it that one? No, that oh, was out no. like three years earlier. This stars Haley Lou Richardson and Cole Sprouse, <laughs> two names which I've never said out loud before. <laughs> I thought um, that Cole Sprouse was a vegetable, like a leafy green. <laughs> yeah. it's, like the, it's, it's the new, yeah, it's the new hip vegetable that that's steaming that they're making us eat in farm-to-table restaurants. <laughs> I don't want to eat a chicken. I might know. Uh, right. This is uh, real fault in our stars, looking kind of bullshit, though. Um, yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, um, let's see. Uh, that them, I see you. That, them <laughs> avoiding. Cl- them avoiding close physical <laughs> them avoiding close physical contact is the key to the title of the film. Um, no glove, no love. <laughs> Wrap that rascal. <laughs> Terminal for her pleasure. <laughs> I don't know. It's, don't, uh, can't touch this. <laughs> Kid on a gurney in a hallway. It's, I don't know. It's called. Um, it's, it's called it's a movie. <laughs> it's called Five Feet Apart. Five feet oh, apart. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> They're like, oh, they finally adapted the book. 
teenager on a girl. At number seven this week at the box office, all Abby Johnson ever wanted to do was help women. As one of the youngest Planned Parenthood clinic directors in the nation, she believed in a woman's right to choose until the day she saw something that changed everything. Abby Johnson famously is the granddaughter of uh, Gabby Johnson. Yeah? From Blazing Saddles. (laughs) Okay. Gabby Johnson. Forever, <laughs> it's Hedley. Howard Johnson is right about Naven Johnson being right. No, I don't know. Remember, Dicks. Uh, uh, I'm um, I'm ninety percent yeah. sure this is a Christian movie. It's got to be right. Yeah. Um, the truth in our uterus. <laughs> the truth in our uterus. Wait, the five so feet apart means, for protesting. The bad guy, then? No, no, no. She sees something that changes just, everything, and now she's not. The bad in, guy. Now is, she's is not the right into teacher. abortion anymore. <laughs> abortion yeah. is so yesterday. <laughs> um, I'd say bring them back. Um, hmm. The the miracle baby. <laughs> um, pizza. You're kind of on the non- right track there a little the bit, movie. Al. It's um, Roe v. Jason. <laughs> Roe v. Jesus. <laughs> Roe v. Jesus. Jason v. Jesus v. Wade. Oh, I mean, Freddy I v. Wade v. Roe v. Jason. Uh, um, <laughs> it's called Unplanned, based oh, on a true no. story. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, much like the script. Yeah, unplanned, based on my trip to the grocery store. <laughs> Be like, ah, oh, we're out of milk. I didn't should have got it yesterday. <laughs> this I came trip. back with charcoal and distilled water. <laughs> I should have written it down. <laughs> <laughs> this trip to, to fries is unplanned. Um, at number six this week. Civil rights activist Ann Atwater faces off against CPL as, as exalted Cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan. Wait, did you just say exalted Cyclops? That's yeah, the words the I'm reading, Klan. yes. But wait, wait, will you say the first part? Civil okay. rights activist Ann Atwater. Wait, wait, the KKK calls their people Cyclopses? I knew they were like grand dragons oh, and stuff. But there's, there's a grand dragon, a grand wizard. Cyclops, but a cyclops? They're fucking idiots. Is there only one hole in the hood for the cyclops right in the middle? Did you guys watch the Watchmen series? You, you should watch oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cyclops. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So, like uh, John Goodman from uh, oh, Brother Roseanne? Brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's literally the cyclops. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, the Greek. Okay. Oh, makes sense. Uh, yeah, so, all right. Civil rights activist Ann Atwater faces off against CPLS, exalted Cyclops of the Ku Klux Klan in 1971 Durham, North Carolina, over the issue of school integration. Oh, I think I know this. Best of Enemies? No, yes, that's a yeah, that's it. That's it. It is called Best The Best of, of Enemies. Enemies, yeah. That's, that's also a documentary wow. about Cor Vidal and William F. Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> it's The Best of Enemies. You got it. Wow. Uh, starring Sam Walkwell and uh, Tariji P. Henson. Uh, yep. Sam Rockwell. 
Uh, wow. He jumps on a grenade a lot. He plays very unlikable characters. Fuck yeah, he's a fantastic does. actor. He's great. He's yeah. really great. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, at n- he's, he's the nicest Nazi you'll ever see in a movie. Yeah. yeah. And Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> um, at number five this week. Um, a girl goes on a road trip with a new friend. Traveling pants. Captain Marvel. Yes. You got it, Al. Her pants are traveling, huh? Or uh, her jacket. Aren't they all when you're wearing them? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <You're> right. <laughs> Fair enough. You the code to traveling. Uh, um, at number four, a family serene beach vacation turns to chaos when they begin to be terrorized. The Meg? Not the Meg. I think that wasn't in the Meg. Weren't they actually underwater? Like, weren't they in some sort yes, of underwater facility? Yeah. Um, when but dolphins it, it, there's attack. a part where <laughs> you better be ready. Um, Sharknado 6. No, this is actually a, this is a much better <laughs> movie from a much better filmmaker than either the Meg or Sharknado. Shark, Shark, um, tropical some would say that this filmmaker had five on it. <laughs> that was a is hint about the movie. Us, us. Not, yeah. This is us, but us. Us, yeah, us. Weird. Oh, us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hands across America. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Speaking of which, yeah. I cannot wait for Nope. Nope. That yeah. looks. Oh man, uh, it just freaks me out every time I see the trailer for it. I know it looks awesome. <laughs> so so weird and awesome. Yeah, Uh-oh. just unnerving the whole time. Yeah. Um. Oh, jeez. This thing. Okay. At number three, a young misfit tries to make his way in the world. That's the best I can do without spoiling the whole thing. It stars Colin Farrell, Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, and Eva Green. Uh, the penguins and the Batman. Meet that one girl from James Bond. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, oh, is it Dumbo? Oh my God, it has both. Pe- it is Dumbo. Yeah, you got it. Wow, it is both Penguins and Batman, isn't it? Yeah. Weird. Tim Burton's tired. <laughs> I wish he'd stop. I mean, Tim, I wish he would too. Tim, I mean, he kind of seems like he slowed down, but yeah. Ever, like, just Alice in Wonderland was kind of a breaking point for me with that guy. I know. It's like, Tim, you took your pound of flesh back from Disney. Rest. (laughs) Go, go make some weird, like, yeah, go make some weird goth love to your girlfriend or something or wife. Um, Or make stop motion animation. Go lock yourself in your garage and make some sort of weird, creepy, anyways, tangent. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, That being said, his, um, he did, oh, maybe he just produced him. There was a couple Tim Burton produced, um. Uh, cartoons well, of the last Coraline time. being the best one. Well, yeah, well, yeah, Coraline being the best. But um, the oh, just recently, like there was the one, um, Frankenweenie. The Frankenweenie movie was fine. Ah, uh, yeah, that was his first. You, you, we probably saw him from Spike and Mike's and shit. But that was the first thing he did when he was a Disney animator. Yeah, tried to. That's the thing that made yeah. Disney say, maybe you're not the fit for us. 
Yep. <laughs> um, at number two, Dr. Lewis Creed and his wife Rachel relocate from Boston to rural Maine with their two young children. The couple soon discovers a mystery deep in the woods near their new home. The Conjuring 2. It being Maine is a big hint. Oh, okay. it's a Stephen King movie. Oh, is it it? No. No. Is it a King movie, though? It is a King movie. It's actually a remake of a previous King movie. Looks like we got John Lithgow in there. I don't recognize anyone else from the Oh, poster. oh Pet Cemetery. They remade that shit. Yep, Pet Cemetery. And he he played the... Oh, I missed uh, that. Fred Gwynn role. Mm. Herman Munster. Speaking of which, the the Rob Zombie Munsters doesn't look completely terrible. I've been too afraid to click. I've only seen thumbnails, and his wife is off-putting, and mm. she works in her creepy in his creepy fucking movies, but because she's Marilyn, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's supposed it, to be a bubbly girl next door. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's kind of nailing that like like '60s camp vibe. It's it's kind of weird I for Rob so. Zombie. Um, and number one this week. A boy becomes big. <laughs> big. Wearing Tom Hanks. Yeah, it is. Shazam! 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 I can't believe I do. Oh, God. It is Shazam! And that is our box office top 10 for the week. That brings us to our character and comic book background Professor Weber, extol upon us. Everything that you've been saving up deep inside the the, the testicles of your knowledge, release it upon us. Just, wow! Just <laughs> touch my staff and say my name. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, the original Captain Marvel <clears throat> first appeared in Wiz Comics number two. Released in December of 1939, published by Fawcett Comics, created by C.C. Beck and Bill Parker. Captain Marvel is the alter ego of Billy Batson, a boy who can transform into a costume superhero by speaking the magic word Shazam. Um, they, the Wikipedia article said speaking or thinking, um, but I know that there were lots of instances... Uh, in the comics where uh, Billy Batson was often like gagged so he couldn't say Shazam. Mm. Um, so yeah. maybe at some point they had uh, they gave him the ability to just think it or something but I have no uh, evidence. It's probably, probably like the Superman thing. They had to go back and add vulnerabilities because it's like wait a minute we wrote ourselves into a corner here. Yeah. Right. Anything. Yeah that's some real like, like as needed kind of stuff going on there yeah it makes more sense yes to say so shazam is an acronym for captain marvel's six immortal elders oh um wait wait, wait. Being... let me think we've got we've got um sam harry alan Z zary alan too and Brigham. mom joseph 
uh, please continue, Al. So being, I was just so- naming elders. My bad. Yeah, uh, being Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Um, yeah. So uh, he's got uh, the wisdom of Zeus. I mean, the wisdom of Solomon. Uh, vast knowledge, eidetic memory, and clairvoyance. Strength of Hercules, infinite strength. Stamina of Atlas, infinite stamina and endurance. The power of Zeus, electricity generation and manipulation. Regenerative healing and magical abilities. That's just sort of, yeah. The power of Zeus is also to have sex with any animal. (laughs) Or any woman. Or or any inanimate object. Like Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. Zeus will fuck anything. (laughs) Yeah, he fucked anything. Uh, The courage of Achilles, infinite courage and mental resilience, and the speed of Mercury, giving him infinite speed, superhuman reflexes, and flight. Uh, Captain Marvel was the most popular superhero of the 1940s, outselling even Superman. Also, uh, the first comic book character, uh, first comic book superhero adapted to the film to film in a 1941 uh, Republic Pictures serial called Adventures of Captain Marvel. In 1941, shortly after the release of that serial, uh, Detective Comics sued both Fawcett Comics and Republic Pictures for copyright infringement, alleging that Captain Marvel was based on the character of Superman. Good. Um, Superman being the first, um, superhero. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, a, a lot of characters were subsequently based on Superman. Um, the case went to trial in 1948 after seven years of litigation. So they were sued and seven years later they go to trial. The height of World War Two. <laughs> here in these funny book cases and uh the Sorry, case sorry. the case bounced around the courts until 1952 um at which point seeing a decline in the popularity of superhero comics at that time Fawcett decided it wasn't worth continuing the fight and they agreed in 1953 to permanently cease publication of captain marvel characters paid then National Comics $400,000 in damages and shut down its comics division. I'll take that. Um, I think as a result of this litigation, so as not to have to go through this again, um, a lot of comic book characters would end up having like a single superpower, like speed or talking to fish. Mm. Um talking to fish. <laughs> Fawcett also owned a lot of like funny animal comic properties and characters. I wonder where all that reverted to. There was yeah. even a Captain Marvel bunny. Yeah, it was a Hoppy, the, the Marvel bunny. That's right. That's right. Um, let's see. Amid the Silver Age resurgence of superhero popularity, then DC Comics sought new properties to introduce to its line. And in 1972, DC entered into a licensing agreement with Fawcett to bring back Captain Marvel and the Marvel family. Um, because Marvel 
because Marvel Comics had established their own Captain Marvel character in 1967, DC published the book under the title Shazam. Or Shazam. <laughs> um, issue number one of Shazam published it was published in February of 1973. Uh, the first 14 issues had the subtitle The Original Captain Marvel. But a cease and desist letter forced them to change it to the world's mightiest mortal. Hmm. to have Stan Lee was litigious? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Due to having the uh, having to market the book, toys, and other merchandise using the Shazam label, many people took to identifying the character as Shazam rather than Captain Marvel. Um, Captain Marvel and the Marvel family would also make several guest appearances in Justice League and Superman stories. The character was revised slightly in the post-crisis 80s. Most notably, Billy Batson retained his personality when transforming into the Captain. Prior to this, Billy and the Captain were treated as two distinct personalities. The captain. I loved, I loved, I loved the series of 1970s films, Billy and the Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Love will keep us I think one. Together. I think there was a Native American and a bear somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I I like the idea that they're two characters because that makes parts of this movie make a lot more sense. That Billy and Captain Marvel are two different characters. Yeah, that they had separate identities or traits. Um, yeah, I want to talk. Movie, that happens a lot. It, it, noticeably we'll get yeah. there but yeah it's kind of a problem I yeah. but this this lets me contextualize that I guess a little bit I mean that's the way I always I never read Captain Marvel comics or you know but through osmosis and such um, I always got the impression that they were two different people it's like Donald Blake and Thor kind yeah. of thing yes yeah yeah exactly okay. um so that uh, particular character change uh, would serve as justification for Captain Marvel's sunny golden age dis uh, disposition at a time when a lot of superhero characters, uh, superhero stories were getting darker. Um, they kind of kept Captain Marvel trapped in the 40s as mm -hmm. far as his personality went. Um, the big shit-eating grin that like golden age like it's kind of racist <laughs> yeah yep that kind of america <laughs> and uh the character was officially renamed shazam in 2012 following the new 52 relaunch the prior year when he was finally adopted and um uh the marvel family would become the shazam family We'll get to or the family. Shazam fam, if you're nasty. Shazam fam. Um, Shazam fam. Hashtag. Go to Shazam fam 93. So Captain Marvel Let's had a... Go. So Captain Marvel had a live action Saturday morning show entitled Shazam, which aired on CBS from 74 to 75. I have some vague recollections of seeing that when I was very young. I imagine it would have to have been in reruns at that point. No. Yeah, my dad my dad I've told me about it. watching this show when the movie came out. He's like, I remember watching Shazam on TV. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Weird. 
And an animated show, Shazam, aired on NBC from 1981 to 1982 as part of the Kid Superpower Hour with Shazam alongside the its companion show, Hero High. Actually, now that you say that, that's probably the yeah. one I watched. Hero High, I remember. You know, um, do you think... He could transform into a car or something. <laughs> you know, if, you, if, if they wore a GoPro, then um, the Shazam fam cam... <laughs> you can watch it 24 yeah. the Marvel family um, first was uh, Freddie Freeman also known as Captain Marvel Jr first appeared in Wiz Comics number 25 December of 1941 Freddie was a Wiz. disabled newsboy saved by Captain Marvel from the villainous Captain Nazi <laughs> He only reached the level of captain. You know, there were actual captain, Nazi captains. Weak sauce in the Nazi yeah. they, they had all kinds, just like the clan we were talking about. They had all kinds of titles. <laughs> but Captain Nazi, all right. Um, to save the dying boy, Captain Marvel shared his powers with Freddy. Oh, and by the way, uh, Freddy Freeman was created by France Heron and Mac Raboy. He was created by... Freddy's dad and mom. <laughs> Freddy's dead. Um, Freddy <laughs> final changed Shazam by there. saying Captain Marvel rather than Shazam and did not turn into an adult. That's disappointing. <laughs> so he's the same All age? That's disappointing. <laughs> did he revert? The same age. Interesting. Yeah, so, he has uh, to say uh, another person's name to change. Oh, Captain yeah. Marvel. You know, so, there, there uh, were a lot of disabled kids who didn't get to turn into adults in the 40s. Like, that wasn't... <laughs> wow. Leo was the real villain. Yeah, uh, him saying Captain Marvel to change is like me saying Thoreau to, like, get ready for work in the morning. <laughs> you don't? I'm constantly just going, ow, 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 ow. Um... So yeah, Captain Marvel himself uh, drew his powers from uh, the wizard Shazam um, by saying his name. And uh, Freddy drew his powers actually from Captain Marvel. So when did his, Destiny's Child get involved? So when, <laughs> when did who? With, with Shazam. You know, say my name. Oh. I know, over and over. And he had to say his name. Real human centipede thing going around. Yeah, it's it's names all the way down, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Real daisy chain. Next, we had Barry, Mary Batson. <laughs> Glory. Mary <circle>. Batson. Adopted <laughs> name, Mary Bromfield, a.k.a. Mary Marvel. Three names. First appeared in Captain Marvel Adventures number 18, December of 1942, created by Otto Binder and Mark Swayze. Uh, she was the long-lost twin sister of Billy Batson. Their parents had died in a car accident when the twins were infants, and Billy went to an orphanage while Mary was adopted by a wealthy family. Son of a bitch. One went to Tatooine. <laughs> and one went to Alderaan, yeah. <laughs> During a kidnapping attempt in which Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel Jr. intervene, it is revealed that she can also use the magic word Shazam but that she has six different immortal elders. She has Whoa. the she has the grace of Selene, the strength of Hippolyte, 
the skill of Ariadne, the swiftness of Zephyrus, the beauty of Aurora, and the wisdom wisdom of Minerva. <laughs> okay. and, and the strength. Of yeah. And the singing voice of a young Cloris Leachman. <laughs> um, the feet of Danny Terrier. Her alter ego was also a teenager. Mary Marvel was one of the first female spin-offs of a major male superhero, predating the introduction of Super Supergirl, who was also created by Otto Binder uh, by yeah. more than a decade. Uh, was that the guy who was really into SM? Or no, it was uh, Wonder Woman. No, that was Marston. Uh, Marston. With, yeah, with the name Otto like was... Binder, you'd think. Yeah, you'd think. sorry. <laughs> he invented the distracted. <laughs> Um, and then we have Eugene Choi, Pedro Pena, and Darla Dudley, all introduced in the 2011 Flashpoint crossover miniseries that led into DC's New 52 relaunch. As of the 2011 reboot of Shazam by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, all six of the Shazam kids are foster children of the Vasquezes and can power up using the magic word and all powered up into adults. And the magic word is, please. <laughs> um, Eugene had the additional power of technopathy. Hero Pedro had extra super strength compared to the others. And Hero Darla has amplified speed, making her the fastest of the six. She's my favorite. I had amplified yeah. speed once, but it wasn't really my bag. and more, <laughs> more of a beer kind of guy. A weird color. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it, in the comics, uh, Darla was not as young as she was here in the movie. Um, I also just got word that from... Wait, there's late-breaking news? <laughs> I just got word last night um, from a, a trusted source who had read the Shazam. Um, did, did you have to meet the source in a in a dark parking garage <laughs> who, had, who had read the Shazam reboot um, okay. by Jeff Johns and is a huge Jeff Johns fan but said that the reboot was a hot mess mm. oh, alright this anonymous source that we're going to call Bud Plush <laughs> 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 uh, that was uh, Chef Killing Batman Uh, okay, uh, Shazam, the wizard who granted Captain Marvel his powers. He's been fighting the forces of evil for 3,000 years and feeling too old for it. <laughs> so Shaz uh, yeah. Shazam He's totally too old for this shit. Shazam, the wizard, is killed by a giant granite block, but Captain Marvel can summon him for guidance by lighting a special brazier in the lair known as the Rock of Eternity. No, I'm sorry, by Rock Janet granite block a <laughs> yeah rock beats wizard bro as <laughs> prophesied just a rock you I will mean, one day fucking know he's killed a by wizard. a rock like the guy under that rock was a wizard okay died by a rock and then we've got dr thaddeus bodog savannah Bodog? Bodog? <laughs> I'm gonna release the Bodog! Pro wrestling game or what? Um, yeah, is he British yeah. or is he from Florida? Um, I couldn't figure it out in the movie either. <laughs> yeah, Mark Strong didn't. Yeah. 
Um, first appeared in Wiz Comics number two alongside Captain Marvel. Uh, Dr. Savannah was a mad scientist and inventor bent on world domination. Oh, aren't they all? Yeah, those are the best kind, yeah. He was Captain Marvel's main arch enemy in the Golden Age, appearing in over half of the Fawcett comic stories. And Savannah has maintained his role as one of Captain Marvel's key arch enemies in the DC publications. I would just like to point out that through all of these movies, none of these people are actually mad scientists. They're they're mad engineers. Yeah. They're not doing it for the science. They're trying yeah, to build just a, thing. a benefactor. This other woman thought she was conducting a whole study. And I just, I mean, DC has a fucking villain problem, which is hilarious because they're the company that's made a franchise almost out of the Joker himself, you know. But then any other situation, it's like the CGI ghost, oh, smoke, Steppenwolf, you know, like, I don't know. Like, say what you want about Thanos, it was Thanos. They just can't give you a fucking decent villain. No, anything. It look like a penis flying through the city, and bald and tasty white. Anything <laughs> outside or south. <laughs> anything outside of uh, Zod, Lex Luthor, or Batman's Rogues Gallery is is total bullshit. Yeah, I don't know why. You take it back. Who's that little caterpillar, Al? I know you're getting there. <laughs> yes, I hope um, so. Yeah, uh, that was befuddling Josh... to me. <laughs> since Josh mentioned it. Um... Also appearing in Wiz Comics number two were the Seven Deadly Enemies of Man. Seven Deadly Enemies of Man. Named after oh, wait, wait. what we know to be the Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, the Seven Deadly Enemies of Man. So what? We, we've got... Um, Saturated uh, fats. <laughs> um, peen with the seat. <laughs> Left. <laughs> <laughs> Not putting the seat down. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love that, you know, it's all this ancient mythology and then some Judeo-Christian head trips. Um, yeah. And then we had cameos by Black Adam and Mr. Mind. Um, Mr. Mind was the uh, the worm caterpillar looking thing. Wait, wait, where do we have wait. a Black Adam cameo? Yeah, besides the um, credits. Uh, in the cave when... Um, Shazam was explaining to Billy um, how 3,000 years ago they had given the power to someone who was not worthy mm -hmm. and that's why he does this quest he, there, he does a little magic thing and it has the the, the image of Dwayne the Rock Johnson it's oh. kind of blurry but it's definitely I totally rock shaped um, yeah they didn't elaborate, but they said that he wanted revenge, like almost immediately, against the wizards. Like, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Huh. All right, Al. What else that's, you got? That that's it. Uh, All right. Who's Mister Mind? Though we don't need to spend a lot of time, but they made such a big deal. Okay. So loud. So um, uh, both Black Adam and Mister Mind were uh, major Captain Marvel arch enemies from the Fawcett Comics days. Um, Mr. Mind was a, an alien worm with telepathic abilities. Fair okay, enough. So that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they nailed that then. My bad. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Al. That's actually, uh, Black Adam is a pretty good segue into our production um, background um, because Dwayne, Ron Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, <laughs> if you're feeling nasty, um, <laughs> has been attached to... Um, 
to Shazam as Black Adam going as far back as 2007. Uh, well, because Rock beats Wizard. <laughs> yeah. um, they, in the early 2000s, New Line Cinema owned the rights and they began um, development of a live action Shazam. At that point, it was going to be called Captain Marvel. Um, which is weird to me because that lawsuit was from the seventies. Um, I don't know what, they, how they thought they were going to get away with that. Um, <laughs> but they had drafts by William Goldman. Um, wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, the team of Sokolow and Joel Cohen, not <laughs> the Cohen <laughs> brothers one, the Garfield one that tricked Bill Murray. The, the trickster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Magic little sprite. (laughs) Um, And uh, then the one that uh, they went ahead and started uh, working in pre-production on was by um, John August, who was the writer behind Go, the Charlie is Angels movies, and a bunch of Tim Burton stuff. Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Corpse Bride, Frank and Weenie. so they went ahead with his script. Um, that was we were at 2008. At this point, Dwayne Johnson was attached, and he says, "quote I don't know if I'm going to play Black Adam or Shazam." <laughs> so <laughs> um, basically, they were like, "We want The Rock, <laughs> and we don't know why." Yeah, I love when actors or artists they publicly ask questions that their agents should be asked. I'm yeah. not sure who I'm playing in that. I just know I'm in it. <laughs> Be like, wow, someone you just, should have asked that question. Yeah, someone should have clarified that with, with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so New Line Cinema got absorbed into Warner Brothers in 2000 and, uh, 2009, I believe. Um, and at that point, um, because of the success of Dark Knight and the failure of Speed Racer... They decided nobody wanted to see a light comedic action adventure movie. <laughs> so they they pulled the plug on Shazam. I cannot Because of Speed Racer? Because because The Dark Knight was successful and Speed Racer failed. No one wants to see a light action right. comedy. Those were the spectrums like, you know. You know what I mean? I just it's amazing cuz we me. watched Speed Racer. It was very sleek, very cartoon, yeah. you know, like it, it was true to what it was adapting. Yeah. And the Dark Knight was We know what the Dark Knight was. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, <laughs> but it it amazes me how time and time again studio executives learn the wrong lesson from things failing <laughs> or doing well. Yep. Over and over. Over and over. Yeah. It's the only industry that gets to operate like that. Right. Like, it's crazy. It's like if you were in General Motors, and you're like, we should switch to hovercraft exclusively. Right. And then the well, hover. Trust me. Yeah. And then the hovercraft fails and they're like, well, I guess people just don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> so we'll stop. Yeah. And they just they so, fired that one guy. Yeah. And, and then they bring in another idiot just like that. He's like, yeah, clearly the failure of hovercraft means that people don't want to go anywhere. So now we'll only make closets. Yeah. So America. Uh all right. Um so yeah, uh that this point um Bill Birch and Jeff Johns got assigned to write a screenplay. They were told to make it darker. Um then in 2010, the uh 
studio um, canceled it to make a TV show in 2013. They canceled that and said that they were not going to make a movie at all or a show. <laughs> I'm taking my ball and going home. God damn it. Um, after the New 52 relaunch um, in 2012, um, where it was re- it because of the, the, the 1972 issue, um, they had to relaunch it as Shazam instead of Captain Marvel. At that point, they officially renamed the character Shazam. Apparently, they didn't officially rename it Shazam until 2012, even after a 1972 lawsuit. Um, so that was actually 19 the 1950s. Yeah. Okay. The 40s. Well, there, wait, wait. There 70, were... 72 was when DC started licensing from Fawcett. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, but you said Marvel's Captain Marvel was 67. Was sixty Anywho. was sixty seven, yeah, but uh, yeah, but the fifties was when it first started, yeah. You said fifties. Uh, the fifties was when Fawcett uh, stopped publishing their Captain Captain Marvel. Okay, so all right, in twenty fourteen, Warner Brothers again decided they were going to make a Shazam movie. There was one year there where they weren't. Um, and in addition to Shazam, they announced uh, three other uh, comic properties coming out. Um, Metal Men, um, which didn't get made. Fables, which didn't get made. And A Hundred Bullets, which didn't get made. Um, they tentatively set release for July 2016. Um, oh, this is the point where Dwayne Johnson said he was going to star in the movie. He, oh, my God. His quote was, um, I'm undecided whether I'll portray Shazam or Black Adam. The Rock said he portray. was undecided. <laughs> so, like, they were going to leave it up to him. So The Rock doesn't know yet. <laughs> um, Bonesaw may be ready, but The Rock is not ready. Um, in September, he officially was cast as Black Adam. Uh, Darren Lemke at that point was writing the script. He did Shrek Forever After. <laughs> That's his biggest credit. I thought those movies were written by a hundred chimps in a room. I thought they were written by Shrek. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He was, yeah, it was his life. Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Lemke gets a story by credit. They apparently used enough of his screenplay that uh, they had to uh, give him a story by credit. But the screenplay itself, uh, sole credit goes to Henry Gaiden, who uh, was brought on at that point. Henry Gaiden um, wrote Spider-Man. Well, well, no, no, I'm sorry. He Oh, he was crew on Spider-Man 3. I'm sorry. He, woof. Uh, let's see. He wrote something called Earth to Echo, which, oh, that looks bad. That looks like a a family, like a Disney, but it's DreamWorks style, like cute alien movie. Unplanned. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He wrote The Monster in 2016, which is a horror film I'm unfamiliar with. Since Shazam, he's written Golden Arm. <laughs> and There's Someone Inside Your House. So... <laughs> Is that the, the secret ring. to the golden arm? The man with the golden arm is inside your house. <laughs> He's inside your house. The ring doorbell movie. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of credits, but uh, yeah, um, they brought. I'm Andrew- impressed. It's one person. Yeah. When's the last time we watched a comic book movie that was not written by one Bay? guy? Yeah, that never happens. Never. Um, <laughs> Unless it's David S. Goyer. Because he's got a gun to everyone's back. Yeah. Uh, they brought on director David Sandberg, uh, David F. Sandberg, um, is best known for uh, the uh, Annabelle, Annabelle creation in 2017. Um, his directorial yes. debut was Lights Out, which was a, a, a horror movie. Um, and that's it. That's all he's done so far. He's currently working on Shazam 2. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Um, huh. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of credits. Um, well, and then there's a Black Adam movie that's like that's coming uh, out this year, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wants the Rock to sign. <laughs> yeah, but when he's going to release it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what it even is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> our cast includes Zachary Levi as Shazam. We talked about him. He was in uh, Thor: The Dark World. Um. Yeah, the Warriors three. Yeah, and oh, and uh, he got killed in uh, Thor Ragnarok pretty fast. Um, Asher Angel plays uh, the kid Billy Batson. Um, let's see, he's he was in. Ooh, uh, he did some TV stuff. Um, this was his big. Yeah. This was his film. Before this, debut. he was in his mother. Like he's a kid. Yeah. He just now he had some kid work, but uh, since then he's sure, sure. he's been in not much. <laughs> a couple episodes of some Nick shows and High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> that's what that show is called. High School Musical, oh, the fuck. musical, the series. Wow. Yeah. Um yeah. He oh he was heart he he was nominated for an iHeartRadio Music Award. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Yeah. Uh Mark Strong played Thaddeus uh Silvana. Silvana. Noel in there. Silvana. Silvana. Thaddeus Silvana. Mark Strong is like um we we saw him in Kick Ass. That was the last time we talked about him. Um, and yeah, Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He's become... Green Lantern was the last time we talked about him. Kick-Ass was the first time we talked about him. Oh, yeah. Um, he most yeah, re- he's a go-to villain these days. Yeah, he is. Uh, he most recently was uh, in Cruella. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's... It's interesting that Sivana is so close to Silvana, which makes light bulbs. Electricity. Their connection? I don't know. Maybe we're in the maybe we're in the matrix. <laughs> Consult your local library for more information. <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer played Freddy. Um, let's see. He's Eddie Kasparak in the It movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He's yeah, good kid. Yeah, yeah. He was good as that. He, he's fun. Um, let's see. He was also in Beautiful Boy. <laughs> Which is what is grandma made? Yeah, <laughs> um, that movie she made. Um, oh, he voiced he voiced Alberto and Luca. Interesting. Um, and uh, yeah, that's uh, not a whole lot else. Um, he'll be. In I got to say sequel. that Darla was adorable. Both versions, her her grown up self 
in fact we'll get there but that actress understood what she was supposed to do um but yeah i loved little darla and older darla yeah yeah they were both great um yeah we'll get right. to her well well um let's oh and that brody kid was mr marvel or Cap- little captain marvel jr freddy oh, yeah. turns into who adam brody is that his name no um adam brody yeah yeah, Adam Brody. Adam Brody played the adult version, and Adam Brody is from—he was in the OC. Um, I know it's funny, and then when I saw him in this movie, he reminded me of Jack Quaid, you know, from The Boys. Oh movie. yeah, yeah. But of course, when I first saw this, there's no way he reminded. So he reverse reminded. Hmm. Um, Faith Herman played Darla, and Faith Herman, um, <laughs> yeah, she's like. She's she's like a, a year old. She's in nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that's fine. Uh, Good job. Yeah. Uh, Megan Good played the adult uh, Darla. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She was in, oh, oh oh from Eve's Bayou. Um, Deliverance. Faith, Faith Herman. Uh, jumping back real quick. Uh, she played young Angela in the Watchmen series. Oh okay. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. I can picture her. Yep. Awesome. Um, Megan Good, though, the adult. Uh, let's see. She was in Eve's Bayou, Think Like a Man, um, Saw 5. Uh, she's the lead character in Deception, which is an NBC drama, which I did not watch. Um, let's see. Grace Fulton as Mary. Um, she's old enough it was almost weird that they had a different actor play the adult. Did yeah. they? They did. I didn't realize yeah. they did. They did, yeah. Oh, it was a I little weird because they dressed her down oh. be, because she's actually she's actually like twenty. She oh my god yeah, yeah she's like twenty five years old <laughs> like it's a little yeah. weird. That is weird. Yeah yeah, um, she's let's see she was in uh, an Annabelle movie. Um, oh that's why not much else. Uh, she did a bunch of TV. Let's see Ghost Whisperer. She was in that for like. <laughs> Three years, Bones. Uh, she was in Revenge for a couple of years. So. Uh, she works. Um, Michelle Borth played the adult version. <laughs> My son is also named Borth. <laughs> yeah, I would just go by Borth. <laughs> um, let's see. She was. Uh, she had a recurring role on The Forgotten and Hawaii Five O. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, she's like in her forties. So they. You know, had to. I mean, if you, everyone else got aged up to their twenties, and this twenty-year-old, twenty-something-year-old actress had to get aged up to her forties because they right because they have to be able to use her as a mother type character if they need to. Yeah, uh, you know, women, yeah. chicks, man, they be mothering. Um, Ian Chen uh, was Eugene. Uh, let's see that kid. Oh, he was, I don't know, did a bunch of TV. He's not in anything. He's a kid. Um, uh, Ross Butler played the adult version. Ross Butler uh, was, oh, he was in 13 Reasons Why. And uh, something called Casey Undercover, which I have never heard of. Um, Then, let's see, our... Jovan Armand played Pedro Pena. Um, he's been in nothing else. And DJ Cotrona played the adult version. 
Uh, let's see. He was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. So good for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he probably made it through boot camp. Jamon Honsu played Shazam, the surviving member <laughs> of the Council of Wizards. This dude is in every comic book movie ever made. Okay. No, no, no. He was in the last movie that we watched, and that was called Captain Marvel. Yeah. Wow. And that was in this movie. Shazam. Yeah, I mean, God, we've talked about him so much on this show. Um, let's see. He was in he's com- another guy that answers his phone. He's yeah. a great actor. Oh, he's yeah. great. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. He was in- like, yeah, sure. I'm in. We saw him in Constantine, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Aquaman, Captain Marvel. Um, yeah. Dude's in everything. Um, he's even in Invincible. Who is he in an Invincible? Uh, Martian Emperor. Oh, okay. Hmm. His breakout role. His breakout role. Um, oh my God, he goes back to the nineties. Uh, let's see. His... Yeah, my no, no, we don't need to. We can. We can keep um, he, probably Stargate. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, with the blue blue eyes. Yeah. Um, but like Gladiator, I think was where he first. Like, oh became yes. Known as like that dude. But yes. I mean, he was in Amistad, Killing Zoe. He was, you know. Amistad. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I guess Amistad would be his big breakout. That, that was well, probably that was his breakout. So, yeah. yeah. That was probably his breakout. Um, then Marta Milanis as Rosa, the foster mom. Um, she's mostly does TV, a lot of TV stuff. Um, a lot of laws and orders and minds that are criminal. Um, Cooper Andrews is Victor, foster dad, and uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. Yeah. That, okay, yeah. Um, other than that, he was also in SWAT. Now he's Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, that rounds out our cast. Um, and that about wraps it up for our production. Fellas, ready to jump into the movie. Except to mention that we get John Glover, who we've seen. Yes. I forgot John Glover, yeah. Uh, I, Bat, Batman and Robin? Batman and Robin, yeah. Um, yes. who also, he also did the voice of the Riddler in the animated Batman series. Well, yeah, and he was he was Linus um, Luthor in... Yeah, in, so uh, he's... Lionel. In, yeah, this Lionel is his... Fourth DC character. Yeah. He's a great actor. He's in Scrooge. He was all over the 80s. He is. He's a great character actor. Yeah. He is. Absolutely. Comes to play. So, all right, guys, you ready to jump into the movie? Oh, wait, where else did we see him? <laughs> Gremlins 2. Well, he's currently in my living oh, room. Yes, he's the plant. Oh, that's Trump. right. He was a Gremlins. Um, all right, you ready to jump into the movie, guys? Wait, he was the billionaire in Gremlins? Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> He totally was. We're doing this. That's all I got. How far have we gone? We're just waiting. Go ahead and ask us. Say, say my name. This is <laughs> Shaz- Shazam. Say Al's name. We open. Name. <laughs> we open in nowhere ni- throughout. Sorry. We, we open in 1974. Oh. It's upstate New York. Young Thaddeus Savannah is riding in the back seat of a car with his asshole dad and brother. During a snowstorm. Um, 
We know his dad's an asshole because he named him Thaddeus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's check one. Yeah. And also, like, just they're just dicks. <laughs> like they're just dicks. Kids just sitting in the backseat. What's he supposed, you know? They're like berating his his manliness. He's like, I'm just sitting in a fucking car. He's what do you nine want? years like, old. You want me to you hold know- cinder blocks? <laughs> I told you no games at your grandfather's house. Like, dude, no what toys. The hell is- yeah. yeah, no toys. What the hell is a kid supposed to do? Right. Yeah, he's like, but it's Christmas. I've got, yeah. yeah, I've got a magic eight ball and and a dad dick dad. <laughs> like what else? Right. So okay. So keep that in mind. So that's what this kid is like. That's what this kid has to live with. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Um. Yep. So uh, let's see. He's playing with his magic eight ball when he suddenly gets transported to a mystic temple in another dimension. <laughs> John Belushi played with his magic eight ball. <laughs> you know, it did not so go this well at kid all. Was lucky. <laughs> Uh, there he meets an ancient wizard who tells him he has spent centuries searching for someone pure of heart on whom to bestow his powers and name as champion. After the previous champion released the seven deadly sins, which killed the rest of the council of wizards. Thaddeus, though, is tempted by the eye of sin through which he hears the voices of the sins trapped in stone statues. They promise him power if he will free them. The wizard deems Thaddeus unworthy and returns him to the car where his dad and brother refused to believe his story um, and his father's verbal abuse and inattentiveness lead to the accident, although the kid gets blamed. No, that's yeah. totally Thaddeus' fault, man. It's obviously the kid's fault that his dad obviously. the car. Obviously. obviously. Yeah. yeah, his dad didn't pull over to talk shit to him. Yeah. So this, this child who seems like he's been dealing with some bullshit that's out of his control was momentarily tempted by the seven great deadly sins and immediately is unworthy. Yeah. Okay. So this wizard. Yeah. Quite, uh, quite vague criteria, but it's also strict. Strict, vague, yeah. and also suddenly not strict all of a sudden. When it's yes. Like... Yes. Worthiness. The uh, good old, you know, we've talked about it with worthy quotes. Yeah. That good old worthiness, pure of heart, honorable. Yeah. So, anyways, poor Savannah. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for the kid. I did not see a villain's origin story here. Yeah. No. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Well, the eight ball gives him a message from the sins to come find them. Uh, The wizard sends out a seeking spell to the world. (laughs) Call me. Call me. (laughs) When the wizard's not here. (laughs) The wizard sends out a seeking spell to the world to find a champion. No matter how long it takes, we cut to Philadelphia, present day. We meet 14-year-old foster child Billy Batson. He's running a scam on some cops so he can use their cop computer. Yeah. Huh, isn't he? So he's committing multiple crimes. Yeah. Wow, and then a federal offense. And then a couple dick moves just to say fuck you to the cops. Yeah, you know, frankly. I'd I'd eaten their lunch, though. Yeah. Well, frankly, locking up cops and like breaking into their car isn't a send you back to fos- the foster system kind of thing. It's a send you to juvie kind of thing. Yeah, you got to sit and think about that one for a while. Yeah. I do love how clever this was, though. This shows you it, oh, it's yes. one of those like like setting up how the movie's going to end kind of thing. But like tricking the police. Yeah, they're in there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Story wise, it was great. I'm just pointing out the behaviors yeah. of uh of Shazam, (laughs) well and Shazam's judgment this kid's worthy let's keep in mind this kid is pure of heart yeah exactly he's looking for his mom okay 
So Robin Hood, you know, you need to shoot some motherfucker to do the right thing. Yeah, he's looking but, for his mom. He finds someone with the same name. Um, he goes and um, uh, his mom. We get a flashback of his mom losing him at a carnival when he was young. Um, <laughs> it turns out he doesn't remember his mom's first name. Ah, uh, yeah, it turns out. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know my mom's first name until I was. <laughs> Like 30. eight or nine. I don't. Know? I don't think my mom has a first name. Um, <laughs> it's mom. Look it up. Mother uh, dearest. Yeah. So that's a strange situation. Um, the system doesn't quite work like that. That's not the same as the CPS intervening in in, in taking a child or taking custody of a child. It, if a child's lost at uh, say a carnival. That's a police investigation that's ongoing until they find the parents of the child. Right. Because they don't really hang up their hat until they know someone's dead. They search for well, next of kin. They don't just put a blanket on, give you one of those great coffee cups. And mom <laughs> is not Jason Bourne. She literally reverted right? to using her freaking birth name. She never her changed name? anything. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I just use oh, her maiden name. name. Yeah. And the police weren't able to connect the dots. No, never. Nor was Billy. At 14, I would have figured that out. Yeah. And because he's, yeah, he's been in the foster system. He clearly knows how to work some stuff. He's like had to be uh, on his own and figure some shit out. You think that would have occurred to him at some point? Like maybe she's using her maiden name. See, you know, his first mistake was. It's not like a dog. It's not like an unmicrochipped dog. All right. Well, we better put it up for adoption. Mm hmm. He, he should have gone I'm to the not Mormon saying church. he wouldn't be in custody, but... The, the Mormons keep records on everybody's family, just in case you guys were wondering if you wanted to look up your family history. The oh, Mormons yeah. have it. <laughs> Thank um, you, Mormons. So, so if you're ever a, <laughs> a lost orphan, you can go ask the Mormons, and they might well, help I, you. I am an orphan, but uh, I'm not lost. Um, <laughs> I am lost, but I'm not an orphan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's so strange. It's they have cold cases, you know, still open from 80, 90 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the cops the cops don't really just hang their hat and be like, well, nobody's coming back for that kid. Especially when the we see later the other kid finds her through like five minutes of Googling. <laughs> like yeah. Right? yeah. Yes. It's not the seventies where the movie started. Yeah. So, anyways, um, we find out he keeps getting moved from foster home to foster home because he runs away looking for his mom. Social worker places him with a couple that runs a group home. Their names are Victor and Rosa. Uh, they take him home. He meets the other foster kids. We got Darla, the precocious and outgoing little girl. Pedro, who's quiet but big. Eugene, who plays video games. Mary, who's <laughs> 25 years old. But applying to Caltech. Caltech. Studious. Headed to Caltech. Yeah, she's headed to Caltech. Just unsure if she wants. Um, And finally, superhero enthusiast Freddy, who ends up being Billy's roommate. He's a smartass with a quick mouth. Um, At first, Billy keeps his distance, trying not to connect with the others. Um, The next day, he goes to school. Uh, we cut to a researcher who's interviewing people who had the same experience as Thaddeus did in 1974. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm going to do the checklist because they're all in this movie. They're all so we get some lab coats. Yeah, we get we get some sinister, you know, 
science happening. Nothing evil <laughs> yeah. per se. Yeah, evil <laughs> science, but yeah. Sinister science <laughs> She blinded me and with sinister science. <laughs> she blinded me with science in this one eye. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't really science. It 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 it, it was vinegar. She blinded me with vinegar. <laughs> or envy. I can't remember. Yeah. So um she's she thinks she's doing a study on mass hysteria, but there's like what 60 some subjects that have talked to this wizard that were not worthy for one reason or another. Yes. So this Asian woman that we're we're hearing from, she was not. Nobody else was. So yeah. We're again, we're bearing that in mind. Yes. Were, were each and every one of them tempted by the seven sins and went to grab the eyeball? I think that's how it goes, right? Like the yeah. the, the wizard, it's a trick question. That's why I have so many questions about Billy, but like Well, the only yeah. reason Billy the isn't tempted is, is because is the, it's be because there, the so magic the, can see. The, the magic sin ball isn't there anymore. <laughs> the magic sin ball. Yeah, that's fair. The ball is gone when Billy gets there. Yeah, we don't know if he would have yeah, been tempted or ball? not. The magic eyeball. It's in Mark Strong's head. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So Billy's never even tempted. Yeah, he doesn't get the chance to be tempted. Well, he is tempted at the end, and it's played for a bit, but a bit. which I enjoyed. But yeah, he yeah. didn't have that initial, or you could take this eyeball. <laughs> or trade it all huh. for what's behind this door. So he just knew it was Billy. Yeah, it's very Green Lantern like. Well, yeah, Billy didn't Luckily, get the chance. Luckily, Hal Jordan lives right around the corner from yeah, this beach. But he's been looking for years and years, and he's finally just—it's like okay, years and it's years. Billy. It's this We're kid introduced to the kid committing a crime. Okay, then he steals from a disabled kid, and then he—he yeah. he later on admits he was going to steal the battering and sell that as well. Um, he did stick up for the kid. But then he's running from those bullies. But he only really stuck up for the kid because the bullies hit him in a sore spot talking about the mom. Yeah, they made a mom joke. He was walking away until they made the mom joke. Right. I just don't see. I don't get it. Yeah, neither do I. But they um, didn't justify it. Yeah. So uh, I wish they had done a better job of being like, it's vague. You know, just saying, like it's vague. The hero is the hero. When we when you right. find him, you know. Yeah, he rather makes than Starla feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's kind of a dick. Yeah. We understand why he was left at the carnival, <laughs> and the state of Pennsylvania was like, "Those are rules, carnival rules." If you're left inside a carnival, you'd be lost. You're yeah. You're lucky you're not running the tilt the world, kid. Yeah, man. <laughs> exactly, carnival rules. Um. Yeah, so uh anyways, Thaddeus uh is bankrolling the operation. <laughs> they have a breakthrough. His researcher just dies because no one's gonna look for her. Um he goes through the magic door into a temple. There he steals the eye of sin and defeats the wizard. Smoke Do- and fog. Does not kill the wizard. C- CGI creatures. Yeah, some so real- what did he figure out? He figured out the series of letters that opened the door mm-hmm. and they have he to be figured in the, out that it needed to be written seven times and the correct order and yeah right when he did we get when you saw the alarm clock uh doing the thing that was the first video evidence that he had and he saw the repetition of the symbols seven times right on yeah did we get any indication that he had been up to anything no good in this time we know he's been searching 
for this power. We don't know what he's doing. We have we have but, zero uh, information. We had no inv- evidence that he was asked out of his father's company. And they seemed like they were kind of evil because they had an evil board meeting. Even. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, was he? It didn't seem like he was up to no good. Proceed. Yeah, no. It's it seems like he wasn't doing anything but looking for this fucking door since 1974. <laughs> right. So he's like a rich bald Indiana Jones or something. Yeah. Like, Where did he get his evil doctorate in? Yeah, where's the evil? Where's the evil? Clearly, there was, it was not evil. a bubbling cauldron of liquid <laughs> you, anywhere. It was even if left. it's not an evil doctorate, what did he get his doctorate in? Evil archaeology. <laughs> so, <laughs> magic eight ball. The other sixty people, they just weren't tempted enough to keep looking. Like the the sins didn't say like find us to them. I guess not. Like. He's the only one who like this. This was like a real formative thing in it to him, but everyone else was like, "Yeah, hey, it's a Tuesday." Yeah. Uh, um. So then back at school, Freddie tries to connect with Billy, talking about superpowers. Billy stole a Superman bullet. Uh, when they leave school, Freddie gets hit by a truck. Oh, <laughs> they man. hit this kid with a car. Yeah, it's attempted manslaughter. Yeah, and it's after school, and they're driving back to school. Then I guess I did not realize these kids were. I knew they were bullies, and they seemed young, but I didn't know they went to the school. So when we saw that happening, I don't know. I know I had a shitty ass car for my first car. I, I loved it, the Beach Ten. But like as soon as I was able to have wheels, I did. Uh, school is not where I went and hung out. Yeah. Well, yeah, and also I like didn't, yeah, I didn't drive back to school. Yeah. What were these bu- bullies doing? When they come up, they and were this, going. They were hunting that boy to hit him yes. with a car. But they also, there's a lot of witnesses of them hitting a disabled child in front of yeah. a school. There's, I imagine, there's some adults standing around out there, or some kids running at least to tell an adult, "Hey, those guys just hit a disabled kid with their car. Now they're trying to beat him up." Yeah, please help someone. It's Anyone not, won't you help? It's not the eighties. Like you can't just do the bullies. Like yeah, I don't get it. And why? You know, they obviously. I didn't know they were brothers for a long time either. But obviously, yeah. they have money. That's a brand new truck. Very fancy. I don't know. It was. It was very. Don't, why don't you go look for girls or boys, whatever your flavor? But why are you just trying to hit disabled kids? Right. Dad, I want the best why, truck. Why do you hate you, orphans so you much? Know why bullies? <laughs> I want to hit disabled kids with it. Don't give me a Honda Civic. <laughs> so, um, Billy af- Billy ends up standing up for Freddie after they make a crack about the moms. Uh, they chase Billy. He runs into the subway where everything gets weird and he finds himself in the temple. There, the wizard chooses Billy to be his new champion. And by saying the name Shazam and holding the wizard's staff... <laughs> Billy is- yeah, that happens on a subway. That is all hashtag accurate. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's an eight ball, and you hold a wizard's staff on the subway. <laughs> those those things you are say accurate. his name until you change. <laughs> uh, so he gets transformed into an adult superhero. The wizard turns so, to dust. <laughs> be- before he does that, I was waiting to get to this. <clears throat> Um, he tells him about uh, the seven wizards before and um, 
how they chose a champion, chose recklessly, and that was Black Adam. Uh, Black Adam used power for revenge, and the seven deadly sins were released into the world. Um, and that's why, so millions of lives were lost, civilians, uh, civilizations erased. That's why I vowed never to pass on my magic to anyone not pure of heart. Then he proceeds to say, you, Billy Batson, are all I have, all the world has. So this is like everything we were saying about being pure of heart goes out the window because it, this is his last gasp. The wizard has no more juice. He's just like, you're it, essentially. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I got that. It's just lame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is iced tea. Yeah. It just doesn't taste very good. <laughs> I'm not arguing. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's piss. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Billy, L-L. now an adult in a superhero outfit, finds himself back on the subway. He goes back to the foster home, finds Freddy, uh, convincing him he's Billy. Freddy is taken into Billy's confidence, helps him explore his newfound powers. <laughs> his transformation um, and arrival on the platform is one of my favorite moments because he's getting like catcalled and whistled at and yeah he has no idea what's really going on yeah and you i know that him, like dude. look down no as his cod piece <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah which is funny you think yeah uh yeah i know that guy is is built but they made the costume even more sort of cartoonishly yeah you know, everybody's is form fitting, but his was, yeah. That guy, Zachary Levi, did a fantastic job, but I don't think that he was playing an older version of that kid. No, no, he was not. They were two entirely different characters. Oh, that's why it makes sense. Like I was saying earlier, that in comics a lot, they were two different people because Billy is a little more mature and um, brooding and. He does not have the sense of wonder that um, yeah. Zachary Levi brings. I, to I'm, I, I was watching that and, and making that same connection. Like, these guys don't feel like the same person. And it made me think, I wonder if young Billy Batson had rewrites and reshoots to make him more emotionally impactful. Mm. That mm. they then Maybe. didn't go and change the Zach Levi stuff because it was all, you know. in Because they both did a great job. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they were both yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. They were both fine to watch, um, but yeah, they weren't playing the same. Not at all. As opposed to towards the end when we see the family, particularly Darla, like that woman was playing an older person and a version of that kid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah, Billy Batson was a completely different character. He was, I mean, Zach Levi was good, but he was basically just doing the Tom the Tom Hanks <laughs> as in big. big. Like, that's what he was doing. Um Right, it doesn't um, affect anything that they're two different people. That's fine with me. Yeah, but it's it's noticeable. So, um, yeah. So he it turns out he has super strength and speed, near invulnerability, electricity shooting out of stuff. Uh, they buy some beer, stopping a robbery. They bond. Uh, they sneak Billy back into the foster home, but uh, Mary sees him. So they, or, I'm sorry, um, not Mary. Who's the Darla. Darla sees him. So they take her into their confidence. Billy says Shazam and turns back into a kid, figuring out that that's the key. Um, meanwhile, 
Thaddeus visits his dad, a paraplegic since the accident, and he kills him, his brother, and the entire evil board. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know what the company does. No idea. No idea what that company does. But they seem way more... So again, they have... Savannah has not tapped into real evil on screen, if you ask me. Like, still kind of sympathetic despite using the, you know, sins to kill. But it's almost like that scene in Dogma, you know, with Mm. uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, where they kill the boardroom. Are they the bad guys or are they the bad guys? You know, know, what was kind of disappointing is that the sins didn't really kill, like, using their sin, whatever their particular sin was. They all just tear people limb from limb, no matter what sin they are. Glutton was. Glutton was big and fat and had like a wide mouth and greed had like multiple arms. And, um, uh, I, can't, I can't remember, but lust did not have a giant. Bone, which was very disappointing. <laughs> I'm extremely disappointed. There wasn't a, sure. a giant yeah. CGI boner fucking people to death. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good point though. It would have been really interesting to see, um, each of the sins kill people in some manner. Yeah. Kind of like like a Dante, like the Inferno, where yeah. everybody gets their their just punishment. Yeah, or, or like like gluttony, right. like feeding people to death or something. Like just you know, like in seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so this this movie tonally really, I think, did not succeed in being a kids movie mm. like it should have been. Um, but it also didn't succeed in showing us like these are the seven deadly sins and this is why this is happening it like right. danced between both of those things inarticulately like it failed that's on both dc parts. yeah yeah i'd say that the movie was bad i really enjoyed this movie but like I enjoyed that it too. element was like disappointing that that could have been done way better i enjoy it but it is one of those movies that i will say is cute yeah <laughs> and in in my world that's a good that's a compliment but it's cute that's about it yeah and you don't really want that for a, a blockbuster superhero movie. Yeah, no. You I want mean, a little more than cute. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fun, and I had a lot of fun with it, and I did enjoy it. But it's not something that's gonna, you know, I'm gonna think about it tomorrow ever again. No. I, <laughs> yeah, no, Doctor Savannah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> it sounds like a urologist. I have an appointment with Dr. Savannah this week. <laughs> nervous about it. <laughs> he always wants me to take my underwear off. He's got that weird eye. Yeah. Uh, Follows you around the room. He's an oncologist. Um, so, <laughs> always talking on, about his shaft. They're all on call. He's <laughs> talking about his shaft. That's why I said, yeah, urologist. Uh, back at the school, Billy gets revenge on the bullies by destroying their truck. Um, Urologists must... are the one on the news, right? To tell you the weather. Uh, yeah, they just... um, they they get re- he gets revenge on the bullies. What was Black Adam's great folly that made him unworthy to be Shazam or whatever? Revenge, vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Actually, when he turns to Shazam, he indulges in quite a few of the dead. And even later on, when they transport to the titty bar, they even indicate that's what's on his mind. But, you know, buys the beer, gets steals the money, gets all the snacks and food. Right. And, and everything know. he's doing is like for money. He has like the case out and he's trying to get people to right. tip him like. Right. Nothing um, inappropriate or wrong, but, you know, he's kind of very self-serving. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I would have loved for them to really Sinful. like focus focus on this. Like, even though he's yeah. flawed, he is still good at heart, right. and he will realize something. But none of that happens at all in this movie. No, he paid for the snacks. <laughs> Gluttonous as it was, they paid for the snacks. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, they, they're good kids, but yeah, I wish they had helped more. Uh, so, all right, we get a montage of them having fun using Billy's powers. They make videos, post them on YouTube. He still can't quite fly. Uh, they attempt to find a lair through a real estate agent uh, at school. Did you see the the list of YouTube video titles? <laughs> uh, there were Marvel references. Oh, he literally one of they were they were like different character names. The one that I caught was Zapped in America, which made me. Laugh. I heard that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Power Boy, Red Cyclone, Zapped in America, Sir Zaps a Lot, Mr. Philadelphia, Thundercrack, and Captain Sparklefingers. Sparklefingers. That's a Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're looking for a lair. Um, then back at school, the kids are all watching the videos they posted. Billy's becoming famous. Uh, the bullies pick on Freddy. He gets out of it by promising that the currently multiple named hero will show up at lunch the next day. Um, I thought it was cute that they couldn't settle on a name since there's all this issue behind his name. Kind of a meta thing. Yeah. They were clearly having fun with that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fun when they had like the big reference in there. Um, Not the big reference, but the reference to the movie big. (laughs) And they, they didn't have to, they didn't have a conversation about it, but like, the impracticality of calling him Shazam, how that's not possible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well uh, done. Um, at dinner, Billy and Freddie argue. Billy thinks uh, that Freddie's not giving him enough space. Freddie thinks Billy's not thankful to him for helping. The next day, Billy skips school, forgetting that he was supposed to show up as a hero for Freddie. Billy heads to the park where he saves uh, Mary and uh, bonds with her. Freddie gets made fun of at school for the hero not showing up. So Freddie goes and finds Billy. They argue about um, Billy shoots lightning, which causes a bus to go over the edge of an overpass. Billy saves the bus. Uh, a bridge? I mean, overpasses. Yeah, a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> a showdown on a bridge? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have the bridge thing. Always a bridge. Yeah, so much, so much about superheroes is falling. Things that fall. <laughs> Catching those things that fall. Scientists. Superheroes are almost useless. Superheroes are almost useless in Kansas. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yep. There's that's a reason. why that one dude had to move. Yeah, that's, exactly. He could fly anywhere in an instant, but he had to move out of Kansas to get shit done. Think about that, Kansas. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, um, they fight in front of the television cameras. Freddy storms off. Just then Thaddeus shows up demanding that Billy surrender his powers. They fight. Uh, Billy. We finally see him look evil for the first time. Yeah. Like look like, well, I mean, I guess at the boardroom, sorry. But I mean, now he's suddenly full tilt. I'll kill all y'all. Yeah. Well, and he, but yeah, and he still feels like he should be worthy. So he deserves the powers. Like that's where his motivation is coming from. Um, which Do you I, think that it, it could have just been Black Adam? Do you think it was like the studio or Rock still had to I think I think the Rock wanted the Black Adam movie to be the Black Adam movie. To be not, its own separate thing. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, like they could have had a an ancient villain with way more gravitas. 
Right. Well, and I think that's the thing. I think I don't think the Black Adam movie he's going to be a pure villain. I think he's going to be a a flawed hero because it's the rock and he can never be not the cool guy i think it'll be deadpool i think it was Mm. fitting having uh dr savannah seeing as how he was his first enemy in the the first captain marvel comic fair enough it's kind of captain america red you'd be the only person that knew yeah but yeah sure um so uh, they fight. Billy discovers he can fly. Thaddeus beats him up a bunch. Um, they fight through a shopping mall. Billy turns back into his 14-year-old form and manages to escape. However, Thaddeus notices Freddy, realizing he has a connection to Billy, and so he takes him hostage. Billy goes back to the foster home where he gets in trouble with his foster parents for ditching class and fighting. Meanwhile, uh, seeing Freddy and Super Billy on TV, his foster siblings figure out that he's the superhero. They reveal that they know about him being a hero to Billy and complete his research, uh, finding his mother who lives nearby. <laughs> Billy rushes. Two subway stops. Two subway stops, yeah. Billy rushes to see her, and his foster parents go after him, leaving the kids home alone. Freddy arrives with Thaddeus. And Thaddeus takes all the kids hostage. Uh, He does go to meet his mom. He does. Uh, We're led to believe she's in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Now. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, we get her version of the story. And it's less idyllic and (laughs) pastoral. And yeah, she left him. And then she sees a cop put the blanket on, you know, and comfort him. And she literally says, and I just knew that they would take care of you better than I would. And it's like the police because <laughs> yeah. that is incorrect ma'am yes. <laughs> they will drive them somewhere gladly <laughs> and then drop them <laughs> off and go home to yeah. their own families right that's not what cops do again you can't just leave your pet and expect somebody to take care of it no as weird as someone who owned a pet store don't leave your pet on the doorstep of a pet store <laughs> <laughs> holy shit i never oh it terrible. happened like like twice a week Fuck. Yeah. It's fucked up. I, I wanted to jump back to when the 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 fosters uh figured out the the secret. Um uh-huh. just uh playing on Josh what you said about Darla's character being so endearing just she's just can barely contain herself like the whole time even at dinner earlier. She yeah. she can't say anything mm-hmm. because right the secret will pop out and then here just it's just overjoyed that they figured it out and i'm a good sister (laughs) she was so proud of herself and yeah it didn't like she's noticeably quiet Mm -hmm. she's just got her mouth stuffed with food so so nothing falls out accidentally i love it and she she connects the through line of the movie which at one point billy says it's what a good brother would do she says i'm a good sister like it's so it's not like well-framed by the story itself, but this is the thing that makes Billy good and makes him well, worthy of being Shazam is like realizing, oh, this is what a good brother would do. I hate that they didn't like put a pin on that so we could see. Yeah. Well, he he gave her shit out of all of them. You know, like it, when they first got to school and she was in, she was just so excited and elated and, and he like just kind of crapped on her like, I'm not your brother. Or we're not really a family kind of thing. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, then it came back around because you're right. Billy, like, specifically looks at her and he's like, that's what a brother would Come on, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever Hulk Hogan Oh, said. yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother. I'm not all that sushi, brother. Uh, why wasn't he? Shazam. The Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> no, Hulk Hogan. Okay. The Macho Man was Bonesaw. That's <laughs> right. He's already had his moment. He's had his moment. But why wasn't the Hulkster in more movies, you ask? I don't know. Because uh, this is not I mean... a just God. <laughs> Um, so all right uh, yeah he finds his mom he's disheartened to learn she abandoned him because she felt that she couldn't raise him um and uh which again leans into the like it's what a good brother would do this is not what a family would do to another family member no no, you know, no. He's so, real, yeah yeah he's able to go like oh you're not my family these people are my family yeah but you like, think you think for a second that maybe he's going to do something about the asshole that's in the apartment yelling at her right right and so i don't know if it if you're not even supposed to think about it that much but it was it was almost kind of a message in itself that he just turned to walked away from that yeah being a superhero he could have flown know? up to the window and yeah flick that dude like, just flick the dude yeah, yeah. or just we saw him we saw what he did with that barrel you know he just like you know hit the barrel with the tip of his finger and it crushed against the wall so it's like yeah yeah, would that have the dude over? Would that have been a better act for him to do? Like something that he's capable of doing is like flying in and being like, "Don't mess with this lady." You yeah, know, no, he just scare the hell out away. of the, the I, guy. Yeah, he just left. I think it would have been. I think that would. I, I personally would have argued that that should go in the film because it shows that he is good of heart, even though he's not. I agree. You know, going to it, live with his mom, even though he's written her off, he still doesn't want her to be abused. Well, and the way that he leaves his mother, he gives her the 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 compass that he's been carrying around, which I had when yeah. I was a little kid, and I cherished yeah. that thing <laughs> totally. the same so way. Cool. But he gave it to her and said, like, you might need this more than I did. And literally the first few times that I watched this, I thought he gave her money. Mm. I thought that she had, I somehow in my mind thought that she gave him money and he gave her the money back. But realized, no, like, no it's the compass that's really petty. Like, you might need direction more than me. <laughs> yeah. It really and is. then she but, didn't even remember it. So, you know, so they're yeah. both kind of shitty. Yeah. I don't know. It's you're, just clumsy writing. But you're right. He saved Savannah's life, which he should. That's what the hero does. Yeah. But you're right. He kind of walks away from his mother's own abuse. I would have I would have put that in as like a end of movie kind of thing. Like what he's Something like, like after, that. after every after the main um, antagonist is taking care of it. Like he goes and does like some good deeds, and that's one of them. He takes care of his mom, so she doesn't or have to checks in on him. Yeah, something. Yeah, just because like, like that's what pure of heart you would do, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just spies through the windows. Maybe he's just a jerk that yells, and she's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like just something. But totally. instead, he walked away from his mom. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so anyways, um, he arrives back home at the foster home. Um, or, well, no, Billy call. he gets a call from Freddy's phone. It's Thaddeus. So he turns super, arrives back home at the foster home. Thaddeus demands that Billy give him his powers. Billy agrees to do it to save the other kids. Thaddeus opens the door to the temple. He and Billy go through to use the wizard's staff together. Yeah, well, suddenly we're all like, you can do that? Oh, you can do that? Like, oh, you can transfer your powers? I had no idea it was a transfer type situation. Yeah. Oh, oh just touching that thing. Um, the children follow. They attack Thaddeus just um, 
as uh, they're about to do the thing. Billy notices that when all of the sins are outside of Thaddeus's body, he's vulnerable. They escape from Thaddeus back to Philadelphia. Thaddeus follows and, Thaddeus. and pursues them to a, No, I insist on calling him Thaddeus. Um, and, I love it. Um, he unleashes the sins upon the crowd at a carnival. Remembering the wizard's words about the rest of the council of wizards, Billy uses the staff to share his powers with his siblings, transforming them into adult superheroes like him. Sorry, we got here really quickly. Um, back in the the cavern, uh, they found that chamber of doors. Yeah. Yes. Um, the the one was uh, what the mobster crocodiles. Yeah, playing mm-hmm. poker. But yeah. then uh, Pedro opens the door and it's all misty in there, and the tentacle comes out that looks a lot like the the thing from the mist. It did. It really did. Yeah. Oh. So I think they're trying to reference that as well. Mm. So are these um, like those were multiverse doors? I guess. Yeah, I I think so. DC was the first to mess around with the multiverse, I believe, comic wise. Mm. Call it that anyway. Anyway. So so, uh, Billy fights Thaddeus while the other super siblings fight the sins. They save civilians. Billy lures oh, it. She gave the uh, Shazam gives that little girl the stuffed tiger that he wanted when he was a kid. Ah, yeah. yeah. To to comfort her. Yeah. Um, Billy is, Billy lures out the final sin, which is envy, makes Thaddeus vulnerable, and he yanks the eye of sin out of Thaddeus's head, recapturing all the <laughs> sins within it. The crowd applauds. I hate that they move to another location to fight yeah that we get billy and thaddeus flying over the city to go fight somewhere else it, i mean it pays off in the funny like arguing at a distance bit um right. while the si- while the siblings are are fighting mist like clumsily fighting yeah. it would have been really right. cool to have like an age of ultron finale thing where all of them <laughs> then work together to yeah. defeat the seven deadly sins. Yeah, exactly. It'd be a very tight squad. Everybody cover your guy. Yeah, yeah. Because they know each other really well, and they can work together, uh, knowing just from their knowledge of each other. Instead, yeah. we got cute one-on-one things of like but strong right. boy holding, falling wheel of uh, Ferris wheel, fast girl running fast. Mm-hmm. And the showdown didn't. Yeah, it it didn't benefit by being somewhere else. No, yeah, it didn't. There yeah. was just the other than that distance joke. <laughs> there wasn't much of a reason to do it. Yeah, like why did they go there to fight? Was that over his dad's business? <laughs> did he have like a device there no. that he was going to use for something? Like, no, yeah, like, they were chasing each other through the city. That's when he looked really like a penis. And I'm not I, I'm serious. Just a ball. <laughs> oh, <and> yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> a dick in a trench coat. Just um, a dick in a trench coat. <laughs> Which yeah. is going to be my new adult swim series. Digging <laughs> <laughs> a trench coat. Uh, um, let's see. Back at the temple, they replace the eye. Um, the statues uh, retake the uh, sins. Um, they uh, realize it's their lair. Then later at home, Billy fully connects with his foster family. 
Well, um, sorry, Billy ultimately defeats Savannah by um, revealing and discovering that Envy is the only sin they haven't really seen. Yeah. Face face to face yet, and that that's. So he kind of you know talked. Uh, it's clever. It wasn't brute force. He also, and it wasn't magic. Yeah. He sort of brought out the villain's flaws and threw him back at him, kind of thing. Just, well, and and from having an understanding of like right. where where he's at. Um, yeah. Yeah. That the like, envy is like, making him worse too. Right. Like, oh, that's your sin. Mm, it's yeah. not greed because you have everything. It's not wrath because you have all this power. It's envy. You want more. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, how sad. How sad again, you. The lamest of all the sins. This, yeah. The seven really? deadly sins. They're yeah. they're such they're such like tent pole archetypes, you know. Yeah. And and Christian. Yeah. For these we, mythological creatures to be. We battle. don't get any like clear like use of them. They're just they are a monolithic. They the seven deadly sins. We see well, them labeled yeah. on their little. I call uh, it the DC stands. CGI, like bad guys, creatures, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. mists. Smoke. Yeah, it's well, all and like, like and they're all, all like, of the ah, visual elements. Whatever work, you need. But like there's they gotta lean in on like what the hell they do and why they are what they are in right. even like the most subtle visual ways. They're super instead of just being missed. There's and Billy in contrast to the he was yeah. not starkly in contrast to these sins. No, you would think he would be. No, and and the, I mean, on uh, yeah, no, the sins were super, super generic looking. They were very visually uninteresting. Yeah, yeah you couldn't. I mean, I thought they out. looked scary. You know, sure. like if I were a an eight year old, ten year old, thirteen year old kid, I'd have been like, oh, they're creepy, they're gross. I don't know, but I look at all that shit. I look at those ambiguous creatures that are made over and over again. Even Marvel did it with Thanos's creatures, but. I look at them, and there's for my money, it's still not as good as Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, and that's what it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. It looks like They're... they just tried to make Gozier and all that. You know, like <laughs> they've all just been trying to make that demon animated fucking thing, and it's just nobody's nailed it since. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, they look kind of stop motiony intentionally. Uh, like I said, I I kind of like the design. I just it didn't match with the. They should have done more of the sins. Yeah. 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 Because then it wouldn't have been. And I think making. Then I wouldn't have thought twice about the design. I think making them. That's all we got. I think making them all like gray and white too was lame because they all kind of blend together then too when they're flying around. Yeah. You know what? I I got big Knights of Rin vibes from Mm. the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. Where I was like, I get that you're supposed to be bad, but like, why though? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at school the next day, uh, <laughs> and why don't you ever cut kids any slack? Like you, you, I know Billy was the last one, but it's just like, Hey, little kid, would you like a lot of power? I, I don't know. You're offering me power. This guy's offering me power. I'm just a kid. Maybe. No, you're out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're out. Asian lady. You're out. This guy. You're out. <laughs> Harsh man. Uh, um, and, uh, I could t- you could tempt a kid with anything. Yeah. What Shazam should have been like. I'll also give you this puppy and a Nintendo. Right. <laughs> I will take both. That doesn't mean yeah. the kid is not pure of heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're a kid. You're a kid. That's yeah. just good sense. I'd like them both. Um, at school the next day, Billy shows up for Freddy to, um, as does 
the bottom part of Superman. <laughs> Superman's bottom. Super crotch. Uh, yes. Well, we Not know America's ass. Yeah. Just like just like Hulk was in the bathroom, nobody saw Superman walking up <laughs> yeah. until he walked up. Yeah. Even though he had a tray of food. Yeah. Did he super speed to the line to get the know. food? Yeah. And everyone no was one like, saw Shh, yeah. it's a surprise party. Yeah. Not Henry Cavill. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. No, he had a mustache, so nobody recognized him. <laughs> uh, Maybe he was wearing then, glasses with a mustache. <laughs> no. <laughs> So you just made a secret identity for Superman. That's <laughs> if he was dressed as Superman but a mustache instead of Clark Kent with the glasses on. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> Pure uh, delecto, man. Yeah, it's just like that's not Superman. That guy's a mustache. Um, then in a mid-credit scene, uh, Thaddeus is in jail and he gets approached by an alien <laughs> caterpillar. An insane that, caterpillar laughing his ass yeah, off. Who wants them to team up? Uh, that's the movie. No, there was another post credit scene. Oh, where they made they made an Aquaman joke. That's right. In the post credit scene, they talk of, about uh, Peacemaker. Yeah, and them ending yeah. on an Aquaman joke. I'm, yeah, I'm glad that at least DC's knows the, what's up. The, they're not Aquaman. taking it that seriously. They're like, we have to make the joke because otherwise, people will mock us roundly if we avoid it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that's the movie. Uh, um, uh, since we got to the the end with the caterpillar, you all noticed the caterpillar in the cavern. Um, he was locked away in the beginning. Yeah, he was in a little glass jar, mm. and then oh. uh, when Billy showed up, that glass jar was shattered. Uh, see, I did not notice that. I okay. did not. I didn't notice it until the uh, my second viewing and. Um, uh, probably didn't notice it because I wasn't aware of Mr. Mind at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just that, I wasn't aware that, the, that, that I wasn't was aware m- that the jar was shattered. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Did it? <laughs> did it have like a stick and a couple leaves to <laughs> yeah. replicate I, what the worm is used to? I believe it did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, Evil twigs. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I don't know. You guys have any final thoughts or further unanswered questions? Again, it was fun. It was fun yeah. enough. I love the iconic imagery. I got to admit, and I always felt that Captain Marvel's lightning bolt was pretty iconic and awesome looking. Yeah, I've always thought they... that. And then Mike uh, Mike Auer had obviously used it for Madman. Um, you know, a lot of the design there on that. And so I love the way the Marvel's family looked. Also, their yeah. different colored uniforms. It just popped. Yeah. The the color palette in this movie was yeah. the thing. Like the drab with the contrast of the bright right. colors just mm-hmm. really yes. worked. The lightning bolt colors really worked. Yeah, um, Philadelphia was gray and snowy. Yeah. They they seem to understand the character of Shazam just fine. Yeah. It's everything else that really didn't raise uh, reach the same level for me yeah and they could have tried harder in spots is what it sounds yeah. like we all or or tried to make this a more kid-friendly movie and it probably would have benefited from it probably you know. if they'd gone pg like, instead of pg-13 and made it a little more geared towards kids yeah because yeah, it could still be edgy and you could still have them walking out of a titty bar um sure. but yeah they, they just leaned into some of the 
weirder, uh, more adult themes that I did not enjoy as much. Yeah. Well, because, I, well, like Thoreau said during production, because a bunch of suits were like, we want somewhere between the Dark Knight and Speed Racer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it, that, that, this dude delivered that. Well, I mean, that's the problem with like the execs. It's like the Simpsons episode. So you want a um, down to earth, grounded show that's completely off the wall and crazy with magic robots. Yes. <laughs> that's what we want. That's exactly what Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Paradigm, proactive. Aren't these just buzzwords that stupid people use to sound intelligent? <laughs> I'm fired, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, so, all right, guys, you ready to rank it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got a list here. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. Um, Dark Horizon. No, let's go down. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, but it's. I mean, I mean, like Defendor and Blade. I think it's better than than Blade Defendor. and Defendor. It's probably better. Well, well better, not better than Batman argue. Returns. Yeah, I also don't think it's better than Swamp Thing or The Crow. But oh, it's not was... better than Swamp Thing. Oh yeah, that's right. I see Swamp Thing right there. I got my eye on Swamp Thing now. But yeah, our yeah. list is horribly broken. <laughs> don't forget, in Swamp Thing, a dude used rubber makeup to pretend to be another guy and did his job <laughs> for a week before he revealed. That's right. that's that's a real Swamp villain Thing. with dedication. That's a real fucking villain right there. Yeah, that dude's in it for the love of the Deal. villainy. It's not for the money. Yeah, no sins involved. He loves it. He oversaw purchasing and receiving. I do think it's better than Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, I could argue that. Yeah, right. yeah, sure. Uh, oh, I love Superman too, though. Yeah, yeah. Between those squad? two, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I like that. Better than the Wolverine. All right. We'll Wait. S- okay. Can we get? Can we recap where some of our other uh, DC movies wound up though? Because I saw we had Wonder Woman in the twenties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman. We put it number twenty-five. Uh, let's see. Uh, Batman eighty-nine's at thirteen. Batman Begins at twelve. Um, Dark, Dark Knight Knights. at number five. That's our highest ranking one. Is the Dark Knight. All the ones above Dark Knight are Marvel. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, where, where did our uh, Justice League wind up? Ooh, we have that way down here. <laughs> way, way down here. Um, oof, oof. Uh, not that low. Um, not as low as Superman 4. <laughs> um... Let's see. Batman and Robins at 123. Uh, uh, Batman Forever's at 105. Hmm. Let's see. Aquaman at 95. God, where did we put Justice League? Oh, Justice League oh, at number 80. 80. Yeah. We trashed all of these movies, man. They're not good Shazam movies. Shazam being in the 30s is fair. We have, we have watched a lot yeah i think we know (laughs) or no shazam's at 48 not the 30s yeah and it's one of the higher ranked dc movies yeah all the ones above it other than wonder woman all the ones above it are batman movies hey man you know what's gonna you know what's gonna top them all though this flash movie 
<laughs> with the, if they can ever release it with what Ezra Miller's been up to. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my God, he just he just kidnapped somebody a couple days ago. A child. Yes. He kidnapped a child. He kidnapped a, few a days child ago. a few what? days ago. Yeah, Ezra Miller's lost his goddamned mind. He kidnapped a child a few days ago. Like whatever he's on and was taunting the police about it on Instagram. <laughs> yes. That's all very troubling. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, we thought it was bad when he punched some people in the face in Hawaii. Yeah. Did he do that? He did that, too. He's done a lot of shit. He keeps doing more shit <laughs> in Hawaii. This is the kid that played the... <laughs> in Hawaii. <laughs> well, you know, what happens in Hawaii, Hawaii stays with Brian. Yeah. Um, it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, this is The Flash. <laughs> this is The Flash. So, Jesus, kid. And, At least Shia LaBeouf for a little while. You know, make a few things. Right? Well, and the Flash movies. Before in, you let the lobsters free. And the thing is, the Flash movie's in the can. They shot the whole thing. It's not like they can, like, fire him as the Flash and recast it. It's done. It's and, been made. And it's a lot of things are going to hinge upon it, right? I guess. Or that That's what they were expecting, right? Because they're opening their own multi. Yeah, Michael right? Keaton's in it. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Stuff like that. Yeah. So wow, weird. I'll have to look that kid up. DC is not having a good time between him and uh, and uh, what's her what's her face, Mrs. Depp. Um, oh, Amber Heard. Amber oh Heard. yeah, Aqua. Yeah, between Mrs. Amber Aquaman. Heard and Ezra Miller, DC is having a bad year. <laughs> God, I was at Warner Brothers. Oh, God, they can't yeah, win. That sucks. They cannot win. Um, so, anyways, uh, that's it. For Shazam, we are done. That means we are looking towards next week. And next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Hellboy. The David Harbour Hellboy. Oh, that's right. Hopper's Hellboy. Yeah. yeah. Hopper's Hellboy. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, let's I haven't see. seen that. Neither have I. That'll be interesting. Um, that is next week on Harmless Phosphorescence. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. This has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I'm off to my dark, haunted lair full of creepy demon statues. Now, the bathroom. <laughs> I'm Josh Cece, and in some ways, Santa is always here. But in another, more accurate way, he's not. <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and that's why you don't mess with electricity. My name is Alaric Weber, but my name is Captain Sparklefingers. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. Shazam.